too much for me, man. I can't even handle it. Right. <laughs> strung out on vitamin water. <laughs> Starting to get the shakes. Ants everywhere, man. They're crawling on me. Make them stop. <laughs> well, it's it's Tuesday. It's February 16th. We're just going to go. Let's just, just do it. Just, we've been, just go. It's either not go or go. Yeah. Yeah. Do or okay, do go. Not. Right. Oh, we're going to make the OK Go joke? Right. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Uh, foreshadowing. Uh, so it is Tuesday. It is February 16th. It, uh, it is on Taking Pictures episode 199. Woo! Feels good. Right. 199. Like, I feel like we're at the precipice. And they said we'd never last. <laughs> they all laughed at... That's right. Like, uh, like Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley. <laughs> You can be Michael Jackson. Wait a minute. Uh, they didn't last. <laughs> huh. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Not like that. Uh, it's on Taking Pictures Weekly Photography Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeffrey Sidoris, Bill Wadman. How are you, Bill? Hi. I'm good. Hey, what if we're Hi. like Michael Jackson and Bubbles and you could be Bubbles? I would totally be Bubbles. <laughs> I mean, Bubbles on. was the chimp, right? Right. You get okay. to fling poo. You get to eat bananas. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> you like bananas, huh? I do like bananas. All right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Grammys were on last night. Did you uh, catch yeah. any of this train wreck? I um, I saw clips on the interwebs. It's awful. Wait, the awful. Whole thing? What, oh, what are you talking about? I don't know. I stopped watching after Hamilton, which was, you know, it's it's kind of funny. The high point of it was the Android commercial with the guy playing the dueling pianos. Did you see this? I did not see this ad. Is it good? Fantastic. Right. Yeah, whoever this kid is, amazing. And uh, a lot of people were tweeting about that. Yeah, it was just, it's... Ugh. All right, say what you're going to say. It, it's, uh, it, it's what? I just don't get it. I don't get the... The music the, or the pageantry or... Part of, part of it. Yeah, part of it's the music, part of it's the, the... I mean, all of that has always been true. Maybe you just liked the music back in the day more. Maybe. I, You know, I it, look, I, I tried... Like, everyone keeps talking about this uh, Kendrick Lamar record, and I tried listening to some. I was like, this is what everyone thinks is so fantastic? I don't get it. That was actually a... Ter- I did watch that after I, it, it was recorded, so I watched that after. Yeah. That was a terrific performance. Yeah, I, I, sure. I've never seen this guy before, but yeah. that was a terrific performance. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. I just... Uh, I'm, I'm old. Heather Heather declared that I'm old this morning, so... Well, you are. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what was the train wreck? What, 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 the, just all of it. It was just... I mean, they were plagued by sound problems and... Yeah. and Poor writing and and it just I don't know award shows are just kind of weird. The Lady Gaga well, thing just was one big advertisement. I mean, they even the Academy Awards. Oh, something won the Academy Awards. That was a way for the movie movie industry to make people care about the movies more. Like yeah. there was never anything more than that. <laughs> like it was um, a big advertising thing. The Lady Gaga thing, the tribute to Bowie. Okay, didn't like it at all. I I thought the commercial with Intel was better than her performance. That yeah. was more interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you think David Bowie would have chosen Gaga to I don't be know, her it voice seemed, after death? It, she it, her performance was more sort of Annie Lennox meets Elvis to me than Bowie. 
and he likes meets Elvis. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. Because she's wearing this 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 like almost hokey kind of jumpsuity thing. Right. I I just didn't get it. And Again, we're, we're the old. whole like Taylor Swift, Kanye West, like why do you? Who cares? If you care about anything that Kanye West says, you're wound way too tight. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. Now he wants a billion dollars from from Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg. and he's asking invest, on Twitter. Yeah, to invest in <laughs> Kanye West ideas. He's he, apparently he's fifty three million in the hole. Well, if you're so amazing, why, why are you fifty three million in the hole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and how you much? Know, I was I was talking. Maybe to leather about, jogging pants weren't so revolutionary. Yeah, well, <laughs> Conrad uh, was saying I mean, this morning. Come on, I, I said I said I can't tell if that guy is a, a is an idiot or a PR genius. You know, it's sort of like the the Trump thing. You know, it's like is he is he so good at manipulating people that in the end that makes people write more about his whatever record that he just put out, or is it? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Did you see the Snowden uh, Twitter? Think the Snowden tweet? No, what do you say? Where he's Kanye's going on about how he's the greatest and he should be this and he should be that, and and Snowden retweeted it and just wrote, "Please clap," <laughs> like like the Jeb Bush thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh, that's, Edward Snowden's a funny guy, actually. Yeah, it was so good. You know, so I good. guess you have to build up those sort of skills when you're like stuck in some weird apartment in Moscow, right? Waiting yeah. for John Oliver to come over and interview yeah. you. Exactly. I love that Oliver did that. Didn't even tell HBO. They're like, yeah. we, we're just going to go. Let's yep. just do this. Yeah. It's good. The, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't see any of that, but uh, it's sad. But, you know, again, whatever. just one big it advertising just, thing. I, I, just, I, just, I watched it just to see Hamilton, because that's probably the only time I'm going to actually see and Hamilton. And they did it, what, like via satellite from New York? Right, right. Yeah, Colbert yeah. introduced them, and they did the, uh, the first song. Yeah, which I don't think is the strongest song in the show. But uh, I guess you got to get the name in there. Yeah, it's it you know it's it's what the the equivalent to the overture of yeah, it, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was I thought it was great that Lin Manuel Miranda and the and the cast they won they won that. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you know it's great to see you know uh, 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 the Broadway kind of mash up with what he's doing. I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, the Grammys are always an interesting thing, and I guess this this folds back into photography in the sense that it just goes to show. I mean, you you have. Uh, electronic music and you have hip hop and you have rock and you have country and you have, you know, uh, uh, Broadway stuff and theoretically no classical though. Well, certainly not on stage. Right. Um, which just goes to show you, you know, no opera. Yeah. But they give award. They do give Grammys for those things. No Zydeco. Yeah. Well, there you go. I used to remember, man, there used to be a Zydeco section at my father's record store. I used to be did like, you, what the did, you have, Zydeco? did you have buckwheat Zydeco? <laughs> yes, I do believe we did. Yeah. Um. But 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 there is this sort of uh, like it's it's. Tr- Do you think it's like trying to put too many things under one roof? You know, in the same way, putting street photography and landscape and portraiture and and whatever it is that Crutzen does, and you know, somebody who's doing crazy stuff in the darkroom, are those all? Are they so disparate that trying to compare them is is a waste of time? It, I don't know. It just it felt like the awards were secondary to. The performances. The performances. Well, of course they are. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, the, let's move The on. numbers for award shows, by the way, have like plummeted in the last decade. Huh. Like tw- half as many people watch the Grammys or the Academy Awards than they did 20 years ago. Right. Well, there are also so many different award shows, especially for film. Yes. You know, they're back, back 
in the in the it was just the Academy Awards. And now it's and the 60s Screen Actors and, Guild and the yeah, Golden Globes got, and the yeah. There's whatever. awards season. Yeah, yeah. I love how there has to be a season for awards. Right. It's like Fashion Week in New York, but it happens every like three weeks. It feels like right. <laughs> it's Fashion Week. Wait, Fashion Week? How often is Fashion Week? It's like every month and a half. Right. It's insane. Anyway, uh, they're 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 killing uh, Paris Photo New- L.A. Yes, I just read about this uh, over the weekend. Uh, yeah, no more Paris photo. Um, apparently, despite the number of collectors in in the California market, it's just not enough to support the thing. So they have canceled it, and it will not be coming back. Now, so this was set up uh, just to remind me. This was set yep. up on a back lot. They use the fake stores in the back lot to house the different gallery people. Yeah, it was on the the Paramount Pictures back lot. And they took over New York Street and several of the sound stages. Okay. So the the New York Street, some of the facades were were makeshift small galleries. Yep. And then uh, the larger, some of the larger work was in the actual sound stages. And I think there were, I want to say that there were three sound stages. Weird. That were that were filled, and then they would they would do like a keynote. There's a, a theater there, theater there called the Sherry Lansing Theater. And they would do uh, like a keynote type of thing there and then um, um, book signings on on the lot yeah. throughout the day. And I mean, I make I, I understand it. It had to be a massive undertaking well, you, to, I mean, to put together. It, it, absolutely. But it is interesting that when it comes right down to it, the the bottom line is the bottom line. It is we didn't it's sell a business. enough. Right. Right. And it's funny, like even, you know, you going there and meeting people and talking to people and going to see the stuff and, and Patrick and whoever else that we know who would go to these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great that you guys got to go and see this stuff, but it's not there for you. Right. No, it's not. It's there to sell work. And and I think that's kind of the bummer of it is is I saw so many new photographers that I had never seen before right. in the last three years that I that I was, you know, lucky enough to go. Um, and. For me, it was a fantastic platform of discovery and to be able to see these things, not just in books, but to be able to see, you know, Fred Herzog, large pieces, to be able to see Bertinsky pieces, large Crudson pieces, large. Yeah. Um, to see original work by by Avedon and, and Elliot Erwitt. And, you know, it was a fantastic venue to see work in person that odds are I'm never going to see in person again, unless yeah. it's at a gallery show or a museum show. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. They even said that they, and they're also canceling plans to launch FIAC Los Angeles, which mm-hmm. is uh, some French thing that I can never pronounce. It's just kind of a bummer. You know, I mean, I, like I said, yeah. I get it because at the end of the day, it is a business. But in addition to being uh, a, a terrific show to purchase work, it was a really terrific place for discovery just yeah. to see and and i think was it last year or the year before they had like the uh the la crime scene archives they had a show that was pulled from from crime scenes since like the 20s yep yeah, uh, yeah. and that was a terrific show that was a really really interesting exhibition and you know short of that traveling around somewhere which who knows if they would mount that as a traveling production where are you ever going to see that again yeah it's you know? true yeah the um, i don't know if a book was made of it i i, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm not sure. Well, hopefully there's a website that has all this stuff on it. The the mm-hmm. equivalent in New York is this uh, – there's a armory in uh, – I don't know what it is, like park in 50-something or 60-something where they um, – uh, 
where they turn this whole old armory into a big giant place mm. for photo for all the same Isn't people there, come. Is it is it Dumbo photo photo Dumbo? Isn't there something like that? I'm sure that well, there is a Dumbo and there are photos down there. Uh, the, the, that's, a, that's an area, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. down underneath the uh, Manhattan Brooklyn overpass, I guess is what it is. Uh, so it's down by the Brooklyn and Manhattan bridges kind of cross. And then what was the, what was the thing last year that you went to, was it last year or two years ago? Or that, I guess that's more gear oriented, isn't it? That, the show that you went to, uh, the one at the Javits center. Right. Yeah. That's, that's like, uh, like Nam or, you know, oh, okay. Comdex. That's like, okay. photo so it's Plus not so convention. much the work it's yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, all of it's those. Gear. Yeah. Those, the, that's all, that's all manufacturers and people give ah, talks okay. and, and whatever it is, but it's not about photography. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, it's definitely this, uh, this armory show that is the one to go to, but it's not cheap. It's like $30 to get into walk around to look at how much was, uh, the Paris photo LA. Mm, I think 20, 30, something in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not cheap and, and that that's actually a much nicer uh, location than, than the armory one. I mean, the armory one's fine, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it's not on a cool New York street that you've seen in all the movies, you know? Right. right. Uh, but <laughs> the fake New York street that you see in all the <laughs> movies in LA, <laughs> the not New York. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's sad. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hey, you put in this, uh, this, uh, uh, portrait awards thing. Yeah, you know, Lens Culture is is one of those sites that I I really like. I think they do they do a lot of good work. I think they share a lot of interesting work, and uh, I, I like the design of the site. Yeah. I like the you know the essays that they put up are interesting, and they've got their their portrait award call for entries that they just put up. And uh, I don't know, we have a lot of portrait shooters in the group, we and do. Uh, you know. Why not? Why not give it a shot? How do you feel about contests? We haven't really talked about this much. I think it depends on the contest. I mean, look, we just kind of said what a train wreck the Grammys were, and they're kind of a contest. They are yeah, a contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it depends on the contest. It depends on the integrity of yeah. the contest. It depends on why the contest is being held in the first place. Yeah, there's a um, there's a show here. There's a thing called the Fence. Uh, mm-hmm. which I'll find a link to. Um, uh, there's a thing called the fence. It's like a photo show where they stick uh, prints up on these fences down in, in Brooklyn. And they, they, they're they now doing it in Boston and Atlanta and Houston and apparently Santa Fe this year. Um, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, and it's, it's one of those things where you submit and if you get chosen, your stuff ends up on the wall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I, I think I may have put stuff in last year and I think I might put stuff in this year and I didn't get chosen last year. Um, but I know a number of like household name photographers that I've become friends with who have put stuff in and not gotten in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting, sometimes I wonder about all of these different, um, uh, portfolio reviews and competitions and all this kind of stuff. Cause most of them cost 40, 50 bucks to enter, mm-hmm. um, which I know it's not cheap to get a bunch of people together to look at a billion pictures and, and choose winners and all the rest of it. But, but how much of it is just a way to make people feel like they are included and involved? Do you know what I mean? Um, well, again, I think, I think it depends on the competition. I, yeah. from, from, from what I know of lens culture, just from being a reader and a, and a, and a follower, it seems like they're on they the are, up and up. Yeah. They seem means. very legit. And, yeah. and again, the quality of their, of their product mm-hmm. for lack of a better word is, is yeah. to my eyes, pretty fantastic. Yeah. So 
You know, why not? If if it if it gets some exposure and, and, you know, get your work in front of people that that you may not otherwise have gotten your work in front of, then why not? Yeah, there's a there's a good post that I found on uh, a photo editor, which we link to sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, from 2010. Haggart, isn't that? That's Rob. And uh, he he uh, wrote an article called My Guide to Photography Contests. And he mm-hmm. has certain rules that he says you should try to follow. Number one is avoid contests with first, second, and third places. He says that basically he likes more things like the PDN photo annual where you either make it in or you don't. But it's mm-hmm. not like one thing is the winner, as it were. Right, right. Um, okay, I can you, see that. You, you, should, you should know your rights for what they're allowed to do with your image and not. And a lot of contests apparently take excessive rights to the images submitted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you've got to be careful of that. Um uh, your entry fees should pay for something. So, uh, you know, they should be for making a book or that kind of stuff. Right. Um, right. And then, well, there, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. No, I was just going to say that. I think that's a, that's a, uh, an interesting, uh, concern that a lot of people don't think about is they just pay their 25 or 50 or whatever dollars and yeah. don't look at where that money actually goes. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're, I mean, if you really want to, you could easily spend a thousand dollars a year just entering contests, you know, mm-hmm. um, he said, ignore the jury. Like, yes, those people are going to theoretically look at all your images. But if you think this is a way to get your work in front of those people in a way that's going to make them hire you, he says, it's not, it's, it's just not going to happen. He's just like, I've been on a lot of juries. And he says, he says here, he said, I made tremendous effort once to write down the names of all the photographers whose work I liked while sifting through entries and then tack that list on my corkboard back at the office. And that still wasn't enough to get me to pull the trigger on some amazing people. Expect other jurors to do even less. Um, so, so it is kind of interesting. He says, basically, if it, it's not about getting in front of them during the, the judging, but then if you win or, or place somehow using that as a, I just placed in this competition or whatever it is, when you send out mailers, like that's the, if there's value, that's where the value is, mm-hmm. um, whether or not that actually does anything. And it's very hard to quantify this kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, just uh, interesting article. So if you're into this whole uh, competition thing or, or have any interest in that whole world. Yeah. Go to go take a read. Uh, I think yeah. it's, I think it's kind of interesting. And we'll um, put a link to the lens culture thing in the show notes. Yep. I, like I said, I, uh, looking at some of the testimonials and who's gone before and some of the work that's been in them previously. Yeah. Beautiful. I, yeah. There's some terrific work that they've showcased. Yeah. I mean, uh, almost certainly all more these- interesting to me than the Taylor Wessing prize this year and last year. Yeah. It's, uh, and this is, this is, I mean, look, it's the same thing with the Grammys, right? <laughs> you know, uh, who wins really the best music that came out last year or is it the best music that had the best PR that has sure good social media following that leads them to have a lot of press written about it or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, who knows? Yeah. It's such yeah a- there are a lot of musicians out there that you've never heard of that of are probably going to blow your mind when you do hear from them. Yeah. And then you're going to go, well, why have I never heard of this person? Yeah. I hear Adele d- didn't do well. Is that true? I didn't watch it. I don't oh, know. okay. Uh, I, I read on Twitter that there were sound problems, which wouldn't surprise me because there were technical problems throughout. Which is weird. Yeah. Kind of a bummer that the music award show has music problems. It's bad audio. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's not stage managing over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, you know, God, man. Okay. You and I have done, like, worked at or been involved with, like, live events and... 
you know, there, there's the time pressure. When everything's going smoothly, it's great. But could you imagine being the guy who's directing the Grammys and there's technical problems? Because you know they got good people working on it. It's just sometimes things go wrong, you know? Sure. And maybe they maybe the one thing leads to another thing and leads to another thing. And it, yeah. and it you know, five things have gone wrong in a row. And you're just like, if I could just get a handle on this one thing, we could get exactly. back on track. Yeah. 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 And, and, and But the train keeps moving, right? It's not sure. stopping. That must. Oh, man, that feeling must be awful. <laughs> Right. I always thought it was funny whenever they had like the uh, the uh, Emmy, the Emmys, the TV ones, right? The yes. Emmy Awards, right? Um, where they have the Emmy for best director of a live event, and it's always like the guy who did the Emmys the last year, <laughs> or, right. or or the Academy Awards. It's like, and then they cut to the booth because he's the guy doing it this year, and they, and he gives yeah. like the little like wave sign off, like right. hey, right, right, hey, right. <laughs> Or he salutes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. saluting with my hand. Or finger pistols. <laughs> yeah, it's suddenly it's like the beginning of uh, of the, the the love boat. You know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. He's Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, the love. That's boat. what it. That's okay. I. That's actually what it felt like. The first several numbers, it felt like. It felt like a it felt bad like the love boat. Yeah, it felt like a bad cruise ship performance on the Lido deck. <laughs> You know, the no. Lido, I think the Lido means the deck that has the pool on it. Is that Whatever. True? I don't know. Yeah. But that's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could imagine. Like, like, so, but here's the thing. Like, how do you, how do you hold the reins tight enough that you have control, but not so tight that it just feels scripted? You know, like that seems to be the, the big problem or the big, you know, difficulty. That's one right? of them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get people going off book and they're just they get lost in the weeds and yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 what's this rankin video i i was i was flipping through it as you were okay it up. i i'm a big fan of rankin i love rankin's work um and he, he reminds me of james corbin rankin oh yeah. oh from the uh what is it late 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 yeah late, yeah, yeah, late, yeah late show yeah yeah uh so uh bellstaff did this this um film called worship the ground okay and um uh they're they're these i guess they're a boot manufacturer bell stuff they make they make like racing gear like like leathers and things oh, yeah yeah sure and it's i just love the way this thing was shot uh and it's um the explorer uh what's his name fines is la- uh renouf yeah yeah renouf fines is that how you okay. pronounce his first name yeah who is that guy i don't know i don't know who he is but that's i believe he's this explorer well, yeah, I, you I can know what? See I should, okay, I'll find. No, I keep talking. That. I'll find. Look it that up. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm remiss in my in my research. He holds here. several endurance records. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, I'm, I'll and then find out what he's done. Um, Riley Harper, who's a stuntman, um, uh, it's just shot really well. And a couple of the cool shots they use they use um, these thick panels of of plex. I would. It's probably plex. I don't think it's glass. That would probably be a mess. Like Lexan, oh, and yeah, they're shooting just, underneath. Man, and that'd be got so like, scary. Yeah, but they've got like like uh, they'll they'll spread leaves and yeah. then run the motorcycle through it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it looks like we're looking up from the ground, from the ground up yeah, at, yeah. at this motorcycle. Oh, see, that's so the cool well stuff done. you can do when you have a budget. Like we've got five grand. Can we build a platform that has plexi? You know, an five, inch, grand. Inch five grand plex- was probably craft services on this shoot. You, no, I'm I'm talking about just like building a platform with plexi on it. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, doing that kind of stuff. Ooh, that's. I fun. just saw this this morning, and and so it's a last minute edition. Um, so again, apologies for not doing my research on on who Mr. Fines is. 
Yeah. Um, 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 re- apparently he also, he ran, <laughs> he ran seven marathons in seven days on seven continents. Wow. Okay. So you know, that's massive not a good respect. idea. That's just <laughs> massive respect for Mr. He Fiennes. also, uh, he, he was the journey was the first open boat transit from West to East covering 3000 miles, taking a route through dolphin and union Strait. Following the coast of Victoria Island and King William Island, following it's like he like he's he's going around the world. He 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 was led the expedition that may have found the outpost of the lost city of Iram in Oman. Yeah, he he became the first to cross the Antarctic continent unsupported in sixty ninety three days. So yeah. what you're saying is he's a total badass. He he further attempted in 1996 to walk to the South Pole solo in the aid of breast cancer campaign. Unsuccessful due to kidney stone attack, had to be rescued from the operation by his crew. Yeah, these people are crazy. Yeah. Do you have any, you ever have any, like, is there ever any part of you that says, you know what, I'd love to, like, go around the world, like, via the poles, circumnavigate? No. Yeah, me either. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm more like, you know, the teacher in the Truman Show. It's like, hasn't every place already been explored? Yeah, haven't we been there already? What's the point of me going? Yeah, Yeah, I don't need to go there. Why should I go anywhere? It's, it's all been so, done before. So watch the film. There, there, there's, there will be a link in the show notes to the film itself and then the, the, the BTS. And it's, it's, it's terrific work. Yeah. Um, I, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of Rankin. He's, he's another person that I would love to crawl in his head for a little bit and talk to him. Uh, you could probably get that to happen. Maybe. He's going to be fantastic while doing it, too. Where's the... Uh... He is going to be. Yeah. No, he's got a, he's got a way about him, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and seems to really love what he does, which is is refreshing to hear and 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 have conversations with people who really love what they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, um, imagine getting a motorcycle on a psych wall and just like tearing up the psych wall with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a paint budget, right? Yeah. God, how much money it costs to deal with psych walls? What a pain in the neck. I don't know. Ask uh, ask Carl. They just they built. I don't know how big the psych is that yeah. they built. But I mean, most of those studio. places they're just rebuilding it. They're repainting it like after each shoot. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh expensive. I, I will put the links into the worship the ground video. Worship the ground and the BTS, the making of worship yeah. the ground. I can certainly do that. It's interesting though, like looking at the video and then looking at the making of. The making of makes it look as interesting as the final version does. Right. Like I, in fact, right. I almost like the making of better than I like the, the, the final, the final thing. Uh, yeah. Rigging. And I love this, this he's, you know, they start out and he's just, he's got the pickaxe and he's just, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got his leathers and it's yeah. just this, this hard driving kind of guitar music. Like, don't mess with me. Yeah. 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 Do you think either of those guys are actually like that? I would imagine there's a part of this guy. He, he looks like he would have to be just the stunt man pretty, or the old guy. The older Mr. Fines. Fines, yeah. I, I would imagine he is a pretty hardcore individual. Is he a sir? Is he is he is he knighted? Ah, uh, he is. Yes, he is. O B E, as they say, officer of the British Empire. Isn't uh, that what that is? Order of uh, or is it order, order of, of the, the British Empire. Order of the British Empire. Which I can never. Oh God, somebody explain that. Oh, here we go. You can have the. Uh, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Commander, officer, member, O B E, C B E, G B E. It's all very complicated. Would you want to be knighted? No. Really? Even with no. the, the sword and the whole thing, you that wouldn't no. be fun. No, that's way too much responsibility. What's the responsibility? To be badass? Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I can't fill those shoes. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be, you know, it would be me with my dad's work boots all over again. I just, I can't fill them. Yeah, it doesn't work. Nope. I, I could see that. Yeah, uh, I've got a little lunchbox. I've got a little train hat and I've got these big work boots and I just, uh, they're flopping around all over hey, the place. Hey, uh, off, off topic, uh, topic. Uh, I watched <laughs> really you, what a shock for this show <laughs> did you watch uh, the 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 new Stephen King Hulu show uh, uh, 11 I have not I have the first episode queued up I've read the book uh, it's a terrific book uh, I was a little suspicious of Franco yeah but uh, reviews are that he that he nails it that he really pulls it off yeah it wasn't bad uh, so far uh, yeah. Okay. I, don't I, don't I have, don't say anything. Right. Yeah. I, I, I have not read the book, and I I I I have theories of where it's going, but I don't want to. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's a very good book. I, uh, I I am not a fan of Stephen King's horror writing. Right. Uh, but his fiction. I mean, the guy is such a craftsman. Uh, he yeah, is yeah, such yeah. a wonderful craftsman with prose. Uh, yeah. I I. But it's a, a time travel story for those who don't know. So yeah, uh, a, a fellow discovers the ability to to travel back to 1963. Uh, yeah. uh, to or 1960, and, actually. Right, right. 1960 to try and prevent the assassination of JFK. Yeah, that's what he decides to do with it. So it's it's an interesting concept. I was wondering. Yeah, well, that's a longer conversation for another time. But uh, yeah, if anybody's into that, you should go see it because it's pretty cool. Is there? Um, I've only got the one episode. Is there only one up so far? Or do they? I think there's they only the whole one thing? so far. But it's. Got I guess it was an hour. It felt longer than that. It might have been longer than an hour. It felt like a full movie almost. The first episode. I wish they would do it like they did House of Cards and just release it all. Yeah, and they've got the Chris Cooper. Is that his name? Love Chris Cooper. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's in it too, and he's he was you know, oh man, he was fantastic in American Beauty with Kevin Spacey. Yep. Yeah, man, he's a uh, uh, man. What else was he really really good? Oh, he's uh, a great uh, character actor. Um, adaptation. Mm-hmm. Which is just one of those weird movies, man. That guy is just a strange, strange duck. He's you know he reminds me of Sam Shepard in that. More often than not, he'll play a supporting role, yeah. but he absolutely steals the scene, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. scene he yeah. happens to be in. Yeah, but uh, but who knows if he'd be right if he was the lead lead? Like it, there's, it's like those there are those actors who knock it out of the park in supporting roles, but really don't have whatever. You don't want it takes them to, to carry a film. Yep, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, you know, long conversation for another time. Right. Uh, hey, we should talk about Squarespace before we get too crazy. Okay, are you ready for that? What's the what's their new thing? Their you, new you said, uh, uh, just do it. No, just that's not no. Them. Be, <laughs> just be no. Just just make, uh, make it happen. Do it now. Yeah. Go. go it, can you looking it up? Yeah. <laughs> as we as we fumble through the sponsor read, you well, should. It's not, it's not in that's the what it is. You should. you should. Yeah. With uh, what's uh, what's the jazz musician that they they did a, a commercial for him? He's kind of a jazz blues guy. Um, uh, oh my know. god! What's his name? What is his name? Oh, I'm a moron. He's really good. He's like a blues guitarist. There are a lot of blues guitarists that are really good, so I don't know who Well, but he about. did a Squarespace ad. Oh, okay. As as website. did uh, one of my best friends, Craig Ward. Did a TV, uh, TV ad, and he's all over the subways. It's not Trombone Shorty, because he's the trombone guy. Well, he's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. That's, well, while uh, you're finding fun. that anyway, out, uh, it's, Squarespace. It's, what? What? Huh? You no, ready? Nothing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Squarespace, you guys know this <laughs> stuff. It's so fantastic. They're a great company. They make a great product. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Uh, I was uh, using Squarespace the other day to rebuild parts of my site, and it was easy and fantastic and just kind of worked, which is always exactly how you want something like this to, to, to function. Uh, it's simple. It's powerful. It's beautiful. Squarespace is always there when you need them. They offer 24-7 support via online chat and in email. Uh, starts at just $8 a month, and you get a free domain name if you buy Squarespace for a year. So if you want, uh, you know, uh, supersexysedoras.com. Taken. Uh, okay. Uh, com. Also taken. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, super sad sadorist.com. Oh, sadly in process. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you can, you can get that. Just, uh, buy your site for, but you know, pay for your site for a year and Squarespace will, will, will register your domain and, and hold on to it for you and, and, and pay the, you know, 20 bucks it costs to own a domain for a year. So it's like a little added bonus right there. And every site made with Squarespace is automatically going to be responsive. So your website scales to look great on any device. Uh, on your iPad or on the iPhone or on an Android tablet or on your retina display or on a little, your, your mom's 1024 by 768 webs, uh, uh, screen. Yeah. You know Del anybody? Vostro 4400 or whatever it is that she's uh, man, still using. We, we watch, uh, uh, we watch that NCIS show sometimes when we want something stupid late at night before we go to bed. And, Are they on Squarespace? Uh, no, but, but. All of the all of the monitors on the on the desks are so terrible because I mean it's from like 2005, so they're like little 15 inch Dell monitors, right? You know, except for one of them who has the uh, the uh, SGI 1600 SW, the the cool little sure. widescreen 17 inch that I had once, which oh, would make your monitor. Squarespace site look pretty amazing. Yeah, it, you know what? Your Squarespace site would still look good on that display. That's how good that display was. What uh, is it? Leon Bridges, that's his name. Okay, there you go, Leon Bridges. Squarespace. Leon Bridges Squarespace ad. Find a link. We'll put in the show notes. Uh, they've got e-commerce e built in. So every website comes with a free online store. So if you want to sell your new album or you want to sell prints or you want to sell, you know, uh, a download to your new podcast, you can do that. They have cover pages. So you can set up a, a one page website that'll have your contact information and, 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 and a link to your menu and all that kind of stuff all on one page. So you don't have to like build a giant site to have it look great. Uh, so, you know, go get started with a free trial. You have no credit card is required. You can start building your website today. When you sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code OTP to get 10% off and to show your support for on taking pictures. So thank you so much to Squarespace for the continued support of five by five and on taking pictures, Squarespace build it beautiful or wait, what's the new tagline? What's the new tagline for Squarespace? Yeah. What was the thing you do it or, or make it. So you should, it? you should, Sorry, there you, you should. There you go. Yeah. So, and then I I found the the link to the Leon. Yeah, um, you did. <clears throat> yeah, Leon Bridges. It's a it's a really great ad. Yeah. There's a. a, a yeah. Where's the one? And I like the music, by the way. Yeah. So, wait. You you should sixty. I think this is the one with Craig in it. Uh, yeah. It's always fun, like watching people. Yeah, somebody's grinding something. Yep, and there's Craig lighting stuff on fire. And I'll put that one in the show notes too because it's fun to see my friend on an ad. Hey, it's kind um, of a it's kind of a music theme here. Did you see the uh, the OK Go video in space in zero okay. G? 
I did see the OK Go video in Zero G. Can, okay, two things. One, to my mind, like I, I think the OK Go music is catchy and I think it's good. But yeah, those guys sure. are as much performance artists as they are musicians in my mind. Okay, sure. Like they're they're a larger thing. Like the visual musical, component is a large piece of their puzzle. It, arguably more important than the music as far as them getting all the press they get. You know, they just make great videos. Um here's what I don't understand and and this is this is what I don't get. I don't know how they did this video because Vomit Comets like they're using, I'm assuming they're doing parabolas, give you like 25, 30 seconds of weightlessness. And then you go back down and then you have like two G's while it pulls up again to do another parabolic curve. But that video is like three minutes long and I don't see any part where stuff isn't weightless. Well, that's the magic of editing, man. Do you think so? Because it's, you think there's, there's splices in there? Sure. How? Like where? It's all one shot. Or, or, well, because they had to come down, if you read the article, they had to come down and and like hose out the plane and oh sure and, yeah, yeah yeah you know reset things oh man do you imagine how much time that took oh god that sounds exhausting yeah and they said that the 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 uh the foam beneath the carpeting was just always wet and it smelled horrible oh i'm sure it was disgusting yeah. so like the the uh, the flight attendants were sitting on stacks of magazines because had they had they just been sitting on on the carpet they would have been you know sort of wet butts Ugh. Yeah, see, this is the stuff you don't really think about, right? When right. It is. It is such a fun and and I'll I'll use the word brilliant video. It's it's. Oh yeah, it's great. It yeah. is fantastic the way they've they've put this thing together, and the guys look like they're having a great time. Um, the article is really interesting how it came about. They they shot the thing in Russia. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, you'd almost have to. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a Russian airline, right? Right. Yep. And then you you look at. Uh, uh, some of the some of the avionics and some of the some of the onboard systems, you know, they, like they're still using the Nixie tube displays. Sure, yeah, you know, and it yeah. and it looks like this sort of you know 1970s era you know hardware, which is f- really funny to me. Yeah, I like the uh, little whiteboards. It's like boring Dano objects in the air with Dano solo. Danny Duet Chains, H2O. <laughs> it's like, it's just, fa- you know, D sales, fourth girls, D post, girls walk over. It's just right, funny how they, right. like, this is how they put it all together. It's uh, so well done, though. And and for them to be able to, to kind of stay, uh, you know, I was so up. sick. Here, he, he writes, uh, we had to create a system for timing. We knew we wanted a continuous routine, so we broke the song into chunks, each of which could fit into one period of weightlessness. Yeah, and okay, we created individual files for each section of the song, including a count off that let everyone know it was coming and reminded us what portion of the song was coming. The intention was for the band members to stay perfectly still between parabolas, picking up where they left off when zero G returned. Oh, this way we could speed through or cut the four to five minute waiting period between each parabola. Our amazing editor, Meg Ramsey, made all that work using morphs to smooth over the transitions. Oh, that see that's right. How they did it. Brilliant. Yep. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Bro- so you've got this. First of all, you've got this sort of this this fantastically detailed performance aspect of it, and then you've got the behind the scenes to make it all look seamless to us, which yep. is wonderful. Yeah. And uh, I put a link to uh, reduced gravity aircraft, uh, which is basically mm-hmm. what they're using mm-hmm. to do this. Uh, there's a Wikipedia entry. 
Um, a friend of mine, this girl that I knew back in like high school, uh, had a picture of herself in the vomit comet, like in the NASA one a few years ago. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. My friend's in the vomit comet, you know? Right. I mean, now, now there are places you can do this because didn't, uh, didn't they do this with, um, uh, uh, Hawking? They, uh, I they think let he him was go in the one official one. Yeah. 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 Which is pretty darn cool. You know, uh, Oh, so, okay. So they sat really, really still during the things and then somehow like put it back together. After Basically it. did kind of a, a, okay. a, a speed up sort of time-lapse morph That's to, what to I, the okay. next parabola. That's what I was trying to uh, figure out how the hell they did it. Because like, I'm looking at them just like, I know how these things work and there's no way they could do it for 35 seconds. Oh man, look at the mess on them. How yeah. gross. I would get so sick. Yeah, would you? Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. You like the feeling of weightlessness? Like, do you like that? Like, like in the, uh, even like little stuff like in, uh, um, I do. Was, yeah. You yeah. Do. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. That, that, we, that we were, we were, we were, um, when, when we still had, uh, gosh, this was probably high school when my dad was pilot and Linda was a pilot and we were flying over big bear and there, there was this one particular, uh, downdraft that, that felt like, you know, it felt like the hand of God just swatting the top of the plane. Yeah. And, yeah. and we dropped a thousand feet like like that and Whoa. actually came up out of the seats. And, and you know, it was a weird feeling, but it was so neat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, that I mean, I guess I remember that feeling, but I've never been the kind of guy who's into that feeling. <laughs> you know, yeah. I like that they have this uh, uh, cute little uh, the closest approximation we found to illustrate the general principle is to toss a coin in the air, but keep your hand around it as it falls. For that coin, it feels momentarily like it's in zero G, as if your hand and it are accelerating towards the, together towards the ground. We've all had inklings of this sensation when we jump up on a down-moving elevator. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Good for them, man. That was, not, that was not a good idea. idea. Yeah. It was a fun yeah. video. And, and uh, uh, I, like, I like how they've sort of expanded the crazy stuff that they've been trying to do. Now, the bigger they get, the more money they have to do crazier stuff, you know? Right. Right. Although Very I cool. did love the – I forget what the song yeah. is, but I loved the video – uh, where they were you're on the treadmill. You're waiting for me to say something, aren't you? A <laughs> little bit, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't remember what the song was, um, but I do love the video where they were on the treadmills. Yeah, the treadmills is the great one. That me. was yeah. a fun one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find. Uh, I'll, I'll find the link. Uh, treadmills. I had you go in there for a minute, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, here it go. Here it goes again. See, yeah, that, that's when things started. What do we need? We need four treadmills and some silver paper for behind us. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I will put, uh, I will put a link to that uh, in the show notes. Yeah, that was a good idea. takes a lot to get those things working that way, you know, to, to get the coordination, right? Oh my gosh. And I, 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 geez, the, the, the number of times that you're sort of feeling weightless throughout the day to make that video happen. That's, that's. Ugh incredible at a certain point you just might you just be like can we just go to the ground for like 10 minutes <laughs> don't we, we just, have to refuel? Just stop yeah 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 i need a sandwich please <laughs> no you don't because then yeah, you no. go back up and the right which is just there yeah. it is um hey so I'm, i was uh reading my nerdy uh there's a guy named steve gutenberg from cocoon sure wait, love that wait movie for it yeah. yeah not that steve gutenberg no uh no different guy the one that wrote the bible no, not that guy either. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm at a loss then. Which yeah. one? Uh, it's this nerdy guy who uh, goes by Audiophiliac Man on Twitter. He's a, he's like an audio file guy who writes all the audio stuff for CNET. 
Okay. Um, and uh, he seems like a nice guy, and I, I like his writing and stuff like that. And he put up an article, uh, I guess, well, it was three days ago, called Photographers and Audiophiles, Two of a Kind. And it's it's all this sort of pondering about why a lot of the people who are really into audio are also photographers and vice versa. And mm. that, that, you know, a camera is an electric is, is basically a mechanical eye and a microphone's a mechanical ear and you're recording them to a media that's, you know, and then playing them back essentially is what you're doing. Um, and how the two have all these commonality. And I was thinking about it and I said, you know, I, I have a lot of these traits. Like I have my fancy stereo and the whole thing, and I'm into really high end audio and, Sometimes what I'm into with audio and sometimes what I'm into with photography is the the quality of the recording is interesting to me, in, intrinsically interesting, interesting to me, regardless of the subject matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I will listen to a great recording of music that I don't particularly like to revel in the quality of the recording. And I will do the same thing for some images that I think are just beautifully done, whether or not I actually like the images, you know, mm-hmm. and I guess it makes me it makes me wonder where people how people got to photography. And therefore, do you think that how people got to photography sort of defines what they see as good photography or bad? You see what I'm saying? So if if, if you got into photography, not from a technical standpoint, for, but from a I don't know, uh, more sort of uh artsy standpoint maybe you don't see the technical stuff as all that important and you see composition is everything where and and is that reflected in your musical taste is that what you're saying uh well i'm saying is is i'm wondering if 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 maybe for example you i'm just using us as examples Mm -hmm. um where i came into photography from a very technical angle and you came into it from a more like painting art art from like a artist angle if but the, but I didn't. I'm just saying for for lack of for for okay, sake of okay, argument. Okay. Um. If 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 that would make you prefer photographers who are not worried as much about technical stuff and are more concerned with uh, 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 composition and, and artistry, and mm. I may you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and maybe that's why some people butt heads when it comes to defining what it is, what makes a good photograph, or or what makes photography important. Any thoughts on that? Well, it's an interesting question. Um, I don't know that I, in my own life and experience with people that I that I you know in my circle, yeah, it's not a conversation that we've had, and I don't know if that if it's been articulated in their lives i certainly haven't made that kind of connection yeah um in in my own approach or or what it is that i that i find interesting partially because i i can go either way i can i can appreciate the technical nature of 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 a of a of a technically great photograph right but i can also appreciate something that is all over the place maybe not even in focus uh, yep. uh, messy, even sure, but the composition is interesting. Right. The narrative is fantastic. You know? But I think that you and I both sort of really react when both of those things are in harmony. I would say that's true. Sure, you know, sure, but, you know, and so I, it's yeah, it's sort of like it, it, it can be, it could be a great technical thing. It could be a great composition, but the really best things are are when both of those things come together. In my mind, mm-hmm. like in my mm-hmm. opinion. 
Uh, and I'm sure people will disagree with that, but I think, I think, I just think it's interesting that, that, that photography is a place that people come to from a lot of different directions. You know, I, w- I would say in, in talking to you for 8,000 hours, yeah, your, your, um, predilection, maybe, okay, your sensitivity is more to the technical side of things. Yeah. Like I, I'm, is that fair to say that photography is interesting to me from a, from a, if photography wasn't also a technical art, I don't know that I would be that interested in it. Mm -hmm. More often than not, if there are critiques from you, it's, it's it's technical, technical. Yeah. But those are also easier things to comment on because they're, because they're objective, you know, see what I'm saying? Like if, if something's not sharp for, you know, to use the cheesy thing. Uh, sure, but, it, but it's, maybe it's, it's like not it supposed is. to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you look at sure. something like, like you know, uh, uh, Paolo Reversi, you know, some of his work is just not sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but he is a good example. And it's and yeah. it's, you know. But he's ahead. also a good example because I think that he he knows that he's making it not sharp. Like he's doing that on purpose. Mm-hmm. And therefore that all you know i mean even like my the 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 dancers in motion thing that i did years ago like obviously those are not sharp photographs right Mm -hmm. but i was going for them not to be sharp so in paulo reversi's case it's like there's certain artistry in the fact that he knows how to break the rules well you know what i mean Mm -hmm. as opposed Mm -hmm. to somebody who got that effect by accident because they didn't know what they were doing and it may be a really great photograph that they got, but I almost have more respect for the person who who knows what they're doing and and breaks that rule to get a certain effect than the person who didn't know what they were doing and got that effect by accident. Okay, you know? is is, um, is there? Hmm, I wonder if it if some I think of it's it, a craft thing as much. You know, sure. Does yeah. some of it come down to control for you? I mean, we we've had conversations about control. street photography where you're not so much of a fan of street photography, certainly not. Yeah, as much as I am, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, is I, it yeah. is it because there's less in in your control as a street photographer in terms of the technical nature of of well, what's sharp, what's not? I think less in control and also less. There's there's less. I feel like a lot of times street photography records less of the of the photographer's intention because they. How much of that stuff did they actually control, other than the fact that they were there at that moment and pressed the button? You mm-hmm. know, the rest of it is the chaos of the world around them and maybe the magic for me it's it's it comes down to presence you've got to be present and see that see it unfolding and maybe even anticipate where it's going sure but 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 i i don't think that you can imply intent in there right like i think you could be you could you could place yourself at a certain at a certain point and you can press the button at a certain point but 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 a lot of street photography you know let's say it's some homeless woman with a crazy thing that is just the right color to coincide with the car behind her or something, whatever, let's just say, mm-hmm. um, well, you have nothing to do with that woman or that car being there. Yes. You notice those things. It's it, 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 street photography for me is a far more observational art than it is a constructive art. Mm-hmm. And, and that is perfectly reasonable for people to prefer that for me. I don't know. It just, it, um, is the la- is it the lack of control that bothers you about it? Is that no? It's is- just the, it's. I guess it's the lack of. I don't. 
I mean, not for, for me personally, like doing it. Yeah. It yeah, just, it yeah, just yeah. doesn't interest me very much. But for me as a viewer, there's also a sort of like, well, I don't know how much credit to actually give this photographer. Cause maybe he just takes a lot of pictures cause he walks around a lot, you know, Yeah, but then you're dismissing entire bodies of work from Frank and Winogrand and Elliot no, Hurwitz. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, uh, and I don't mean to be dismissive. I guess I'm just, it's sort of a, I can't tell how much is them and how much is happenstance and it's mm-hmm. it's it, and so because it's hard to rectify those things i can look at image i can look at more street reportage kind of stuff and i it's like i don't i don't know how to judge it in my mind beyond it just being a, a wonderful photograph independent of the person who made it mm-hmm. you know like i have a hard time just sort of qualitatively measuring it and and it's just something i like to i like my mind to do you know i like to look at the painting and go okay that guy decided to put that paint there that specific paint with that brush right there and if 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 the painting was that the guy poured paint on the ground and put a canvas 20 feet away and had people just walk across it all day long, picked up paint on their shoes and put it on the thing. It's just like, well, did he make that painting or did the people who walked across it make that painting? You know, um, hmm. you see what I'm saying? I do. And, and, and there's, I guess there's intent there in the process of doing it. But, but for me, it's like, it's not, I guess, I guess maybe it is the control thing. It's just sort of, um, wow, that's hard. That's a good question, actually. And and the reason I'm kind of pushing you on it is is yeah. in in talking to Dan Winters, you know, here's a guy who is predominantly known for very controlled, yep. very precise, very um purposeful yep. photographs. Is that is that fair? Sure. And yet in talking to him, his favorite and and to him the most challenging type of photography is 50 millimeter lens, Tri-X on the street. Right. Well, because that, that doesn't, that doesn't give him any control, right? It's sort of like, it's, it's minimum. You could, you could argue that, that street photography is the most difficult, especially for somebody like that, who obviously revels in having absolute control over the image. Right. So it's like, he has to, he has to let go of 80% of the control that he normally has and try to do something while while only having twenty percent of the reins, you know, and and there's something Maybe. interesting, fascinating about that. But but I don't know. I don't necessarily think that that makes it. I don't know, better or worse. It's just mm-hmm. sort of no, a, no, no. I'm not saying it's better yeah. or worse. It's um, it's. Uh, but there there see, there, well, there you, are different wait, you processes. You said it's most satisfying or or difficult. Both you, for him. Yeah, he loves. Yeah. I mean, this this new book. He's got a new book coming out yeah. called The Gray Ghost, and it's nothing but street photography. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 something very different for somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's it's coming at it in a way that 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 he d- removing all the control that he normally would have. Sure, and, and, well, and it's a different else. type of presence. Yeah, it's a different type of of vision. It's coming from the same place, obviously, but. Uh, you're you're not you're not crafting the scene as much as you yeah. are especially a guy like that who's like i have my three lights and they are set down to a tenth of a stop and sure know, um sure. yeah he's that's that's a completely different thing now i i haven't seen the new work have you seen the new work or is no is he, i have not seen it yeah. uh i talked to abaria next the other day and he has seen it and he said it's absolutely beautiful yeah so I guess, you know, we'll see. I I mean it could just be that that it's it's interesting to him because because it's something that is unlike the other stuff that he does. It's a relief valve, you know, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. there is a certain amount. 
the control gives you satisfaction in the fact that you know I am doing this in this place at this time with these lights and whatever it is. And this is going, this is like me with sandpaper refining this down to be as close to what it is in my head that I can imagine that, that I want it to be. But the, the downside of that is that there's, there's a claustrophobia of creation, right? You know, there's a, there's a claustrophobia from all the control. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that that, that can be the flip side of it. So getting back a little bit to this, to this audio file article, Yep. The, the the precision with which you enjoy music or or the pre- the preciseness of the music that you enjoy most yep. is that reflected in in the type of photography that that you click with the most i mean do do you click with large format more than i don't know a daguerreotype well daguerreotype would be difficult uh but do i click with large format more than i do camera phones you know Sure. Yeah, I think I do. Um, so yeah, maybe that's maybe that's part of it. You know, there is so there so is- maybe part of your reluctance to embrace things like iPhone photos or yeah. or or intentionally, uh, um, you know, m- multiple process where 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 you bring a photo into an app and then another app and then another app yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. where you're creating something that's more painterly. Maybe that sort of flies directly in the face of of what you find not only aesthetically challenging but pleasing well yeah i mean even even when i do play with stuff on phones i'm never like in instagram i never go just add a uh what are they called um, a filter mm-hmm. i will go in and play with all of the the sliders right i'll go in and play with the shadows and the contrast and whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i never just sort of click and post using the whatever filter, the Gotham filter or whatever the hell they're called, you know? Sure. Um, I just, I, it's like, to me, is it because the, the regular filter doesn't look the way you want it? Or do you have this sort of almost insatiable need to put more of your own stamp on it? I, I think that there's, can um, you separate the two? Well, a, they're They rarely don't look the way I want them to look. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, or most mm-hmm. of the time when I click, sometimes I'll click through them and be like, does any of these get me kind of close? And I'll be like, I kind of like the tone of that one, but like they brought the blacks up so that the, everything blacks are just dark gray, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's, there's that. And so there's the control thing there. And sure. then there's the, then there's the, um, I want to explicitly make these decisions and not have these decisions made for me by pressing one button. Like, I don't feel like it's, it's almost as if, um, do, do you ever I don't, find that that takes over? Like it might be just fine the way it is, but you have to make some sort of decision so that the decision has not been made by the software or by, uh, is that, is no, that ever part of it for you? N- no, it's not that, it, but, but there is a sense of if I'm going to put this up as a picture that I made with my name on it, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that when pressing a button to tone it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I haven't made enough decisions for, for it to have my name on it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's, there's, there's a similarity there. Sure. Yeah. There's a similarity, but it's, it's not that like, I need to have that control. It's more just like, yeah, this is, this, this, this isn't necessarily saying I want to make the decision of where it goes and not just click through five things. And I, oh, that one looks pretty cool. Let's put that up. That just feels too willy nilly for me. Hmm. Um, 
But again, the, you know, everyone sees this stuff different ways. Sure, but yeah. sure, sure, sure. Uh, uh, but but there is a, uh, I don't know. It it it. I feel like it's the same thing with yeah. With recording is the same thing. Like I'll sit down on my stereo and and notice that you know the high end opens up over the first thirty minutes that my amp is warming up and that kind of stuff. And like, would anybody else care? No. Yeah, I mean, there are a three percent of the population who would care or be able to tell the difference but i like listening to it and it gives me some visceral satisfaction um so yeah i don't know it's interesting anyway i just thought it was a interesting article so yeah it is it is the connections that that uh he's he's trying to make and in some cases making yeah yeah it's fascinating um so i don't know you guys get back to us uh podcast at ontakingpictures.com and uh let us know, you know, why you take pictures and how you see the difference between the technical side and the artistic side and whether some other sort of hobby or something that you're into in, is, is related to photography in some way. If you can see the lines between stuff. Uh, yeah, they were just saying, I guess he was he used to work in a hi-fi store and a lot of their big clients were photographers is how we originally noticed it. Hmm. Like the people who came in and spent a lot of money on stereos. <laughs> We're, and it's funny, I, uh, my friend Alex, who uh, has a studio, the guy we did the 8x10 stuff with, his, the guy who now has the studio that we use because he, he doesn't have it anymore, uh, but the, his, his co-studio member, uh, uh, what's guy's, Dan Springstan, something like that. Anyway, he, uh, he had really fancy clippish, you know, speakers in the corners with like a big amp and the whole thing, you know, like he was big into audio, you know, um, in the studio. So it's interesting. Hmm. Um, all right. So Jeffrey, just tell me, answer me one question. Yep. When should an image be black and white? When should an image be, black? this is, see, I like this. I like this. And this might be a bigger question, but David Gardner asked this in the group. Um, Hmm. I don't know. I often will try an image both ways. And country and western? Country and western, right. Donnie and Marie. Um and see which way it works. The 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 most recent stuff wandering through the streets of New York, those worked better in black and white. Yeah. The first a lot of couple... street photographer street photography is easier this is a, a statement but I feel like street photography is more visually palatable in black and white than it is necessarily in color because a lot of times color is distracting unless it's really good in street right. photography yeah, yeah I think it depends on the setting certainly yeah, yeah. so you're saying that that, that it's all straight down <laughs> to the me. image you know I, I know some photographers that shoot exclusively in black and white and i i'm always fascinated at that because there's a i mean yes you see in color but a lot of the people that have been shooting in black and white for so long start seeing tonality more than color do you know what i mean sure yeah yeah well yeah almost like when you when you decide a a particular car that you want to get suddenly you see them everywhere yep yep yeah yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing how many pictures work in color and don't work in black and white or vice versa because of if they are tonally di- disparate or contrasty or whatever, maybe they work better in black and white because with the color, the color's too distracting or vice versa. Maybe it's a really flat kind of picture, but the color adds so much to it that that's the contrast, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's tonally contrasty and sometimes it's, 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 uh, 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 saturation contrasty, color contrasty. And sometimes the, uh, you know, it's a, it's, I feel like it's a gray area. It's a, it's a long line between those two things. Um, yeah, I, think I that wonder can it. just maybe as a, as an exercise, I wonder if you took some of the more iconic images from say, Steve McCurry or or Herzog to mention someone we talked about earlier or or even uh uh lighter and and simply did black and white conversions on them would they still hold up Uh yeah I think for Saul Lighter I mean he's done black he has a black and white book out right Yes yes Um and and but they, he chose for, yeah, for which whatever pictures reason, were going to be black and white Right so yeah. I, I wonder, is, is there something aesthetically that, 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 that makes black and white work better for certain types of subject matter? Yeah. Black and white requires, I feel like black and white is a good, not a crutch, but like uh, it, it's a good way to tie one hand behind your back, right? I feel like your composition needs to be better in black and white than color necessarily. Uh, but there's less less to hide behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there, the, the, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think in, in by and large, as a, as a general statement, in black and white, it is more about the image. It's more yeah. about the composition and the subject matter, and and leading your eye around or leading your viewer's eye around the 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 scene. Maybe it's a uh, that's. I mean, that's a good exercise for somebody who's trying to improve your composition. Just shoot in black and white. Because you're you're going to necessarily have to think more about the structure of what's in the photo than you do in color, especially mm-hmm. with with just sort of the carrying around your camera street kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And um, and with with all the digital cameras, I mean, you can set the yeah. viewfinder or the, or the display yeah. to black and white, and then just shoot JPEG. So all you get are yep. black and whites. Yeah. 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 It's it's interesting. Sometimes I'll I have a monochrome setting on my. 5d that i use occasionally when i want to shoot black and white and but i shoot raw and so they look a certain way on the camera and then when i load them into lightroom the tonality changes just because i have such a curve on them inside of the camera um but mostly i do that because i don't really like the way that jpegs come out of the camera on my camera right um see the fuji jpegs that's well that's the thing that's if you shoot black and white on the fuji then you're you're you know, golden knob right there. Right. That's good and stuff. And the, the new Acros, is it Acros? Uh, uh, yeah, that, that would new be the New Acros simulation film, yeah. is is fantastic from what I've seen yeah. in like reviews of the X-Pro2. Yeah, almost makes you want an X-Pro2. They raised the price though, right? Didn't we look at that? Uh, shouldn't have. I think it's sixteen ninety nine. Oh, is that all it is? Okay. I thought I thought for some reason the price had gone up. X-Pro2, let me see. Mm-hmm-hmm. Yeah, sixteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, and wonder, not for nothing. But there's a ter- there's a, 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 a terrific post that David Dushman just did on gear, and if, and if you know David's work, you know that that gear is not the mainstay of what he writes about. Right. What do but, you say? Uh, well, it, it's you know let let the gear define not define what you do, but let your work define what type of gear you need. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's kind of what we were getting at. Uh, what two weeks ago when we were talking about your X Pro and right. Um, right. I think that the um, yeah, like next revision of the X One Hundred, I I might get one again and use it as like a, a carry around camera. 
Because mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty nice. And I feel like if they put the 24 megapixel sensor in the X Pro or in the X uh, from the X Pro 2 into the new X100, whatever it is, ooh, STU, would it be the X Pro X100U? <laughs> X100U. Yeah. Or V, maybe they'll v, skip one. Maybe like- V. Yeah, V sounds better than U, doesn't it? <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's, they're getting there, these things. Um, so the, I guess there's the answer. Yeah. Um, hey, how do you do it? It, it would be interesting to see it. Um, I wonder if, if maybe, a, I don't know if it's worth doing it as, as an assignment or maybe just as a project, but do do a diptych of same picture, same color, picture, and color and black and white side by side and, and see which one works better. And don't, for the love of God, just don't desaturate it. Yeah. Do a, do a decent black and white conversion. Yeah. Look at you all cranky about it. Ugh. Well, they just, if you just do like, what is it? Command shift U. Yeah. It's just flat. It's really sure. flat. Yeah. You have to go in and do at least a little bit of uh if you're not going to use a plug-in, use yep. the channel mixer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, channel mixer in, uh, yeah, in Photoshop or the, the, the black and white controls in both C1 and in Lightroom are pretty great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use really nice split toning in Lightroom as well. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You like the split tone thing? I do. I do. In fact, if you, if you look at my, my Instagram feed, 95% of the black and whites that I post have a slight warmth to them almost like a, a selenium toning and you just add a, that uh just in the highlights uh no i, add, I add it globally okay. i add it globally just a just a tiny bit it's not i don't like you know sepia or, or when it goes so far but i i find that that it just adds a little bit of richness a little bit of depth to it sure that a, that a straight black and white doesn't get or or sometimes i'll go to the other side and go to the cool side but just you know three to five percent just a tiny tiny bit yeah yeah and then everyone's just staring at it and they go, is that supposed to be black and white on my monitor? I think I got to go do some calibration. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by Color Monkey. <laughs> Use the Amazon link below. <laughs> oh, man. It's so genius. Oh, what are you going to do? Um, what uh, uh, souvenir, man. People did a good job on these. Great job. Great job. Uh, yeah. I, I lots really of like, really fun where's stuff. Where's the one I just looked at that I thought was really great? Oh, uh, Jim McNulty's picture of the of the the alleyway with the dumpster at the end with the woman walking by i can't love go wrong with a dumpster uh yeah he he mentions that in there yeah um dennis uh, i love i love the the shot in front of the souvenir shop of the the guy walking just with a yep. little bit of blur on him love that yep. oh man the the, the guys oh, all those guys around the eiffel tower with the little eiffel tower things right with the little the little models Ugh, that's great people buy yep. this crap that's great um bruce Great shot of some street art yeah. against a, a postcard stand. I like Rena's um, uh, picture of the uh, her letter from her 16-year-old daughter, but like back when she believed in, you know, uh, she was into the Tooth Fairy and she used to send letters. Right. That's cute. Uh, it's not part of the assignment, but Dave Gardner, the shot with the, the piano, that's a, that's a terrific picture. Really uh, well done. Let me go see. I'll... Really well done, David. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. Love that. Um I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Uh, good stuff. Robert, snow globe, love that. Um How do you feel about snow globes? I I don't know. I don't really give them much thought. Yeah. Do you would you collect anything other than photo books? I mean, do you collect anything that doesn't have 
Do you collect any tchotchkes, for lack of a better word? Pencils. Notebooks. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you do the you do the notebook thing. True. Uh, How yeah, many notebooks a- do you have? Oh man, James Haddock's picture of the uh, of the uh, phone phone booth out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Isn't that great? That's great. Uh, if you want to send me a print of that, James, I'll take it. Hugh, that's cool. um, I love Hugh's shot. The uh, you, do you find that in your notebooks that you fill them up, or do, are they like half empty? Um, I bounce around, which I don't. It, it, it kind of drives me crazy. I I think I should probably write until it's filled and then start another one. Write until it's filled and then start another one. Because it, it ends up, the ideas become as haphazard as, as the storage of them. And I can, I, I have a hard time finding things that I write down. So I need a better system. Um, yeah, I can imagine that's the thing. I probably need to have a conversation with uh, Christopher about it. Because he's got, he's got the journaling thing down and, and the notebook thing down pretty well. Uh, yeah. Well, th- I think, you know, there's a certain... Some people are, you know, we get our uh, laundry washed at the laundromat down the street and uh, uh, we're terrible about putting it away when we bring it home. And and I was just saying this morning, I was like, man, we got to get better. Isn't it funny how for years you could like live life a certain way and like not put your laundry or, or in your case, like not have a great organizational system for your notebooks that you're jotting things down into. But at a certain point, is it, is it, is it? Uh, uh, losing battle to try to organize something that you've always been disorganized about, you know, like that's just the that's way a, you do it, and you're going to fall back into it anyway. That's a that's a bigger that's a bigger discussion. I that's think that's a conversation maybe for next week. Yeah, uh, Robert Gruber, love that, love that shot. Gruber, plus he's got a good name. Yeah, uh, he was he was great. I met him at uh, at the uh, Crudson opening. Oh right right right. Uh, yeah, it's good. Hey, uh, what do you think for a, uh, uh, assignment today? I just put one down here just as an idea. Yeah. That one's a little obtuse. I don't yeah, know. Isn't that half the fun? Tonality? Yeah. Mm. Okay. What do you, what do you got? You got something better? I don't know. <laughs> Tonality. I don't like that one. I don't know. Uh, okay. Let's come back got? to it. Let's, let's come back to it. All right. All right. Uh, I can't believe go? we have not done Salgado as photographer of the week. Is that I, really true? According to Matheson and a number of people who have emailed in over the years. That's so funny. I thought we had. I, did you not think that we did? That we, I thought that, that we would have. Yeah. I think we've talked about him a lot, but just never actually. Well, uh, and he kind of fits into the black and white discussion. I don't think a, the majority of his work would work in color. It wouldn't as be well nearly as, as dramatic. Like yeah. that, that open pit mine one where, mm-hmm, you know, it's the guy mm-hmm. leaning against like that in color, very different shot. Yeah. Um, or, or, or even, or even the, the stuff from the icebergs in Antarctica and all that kind of stuff. Very different in color. Um, cause he can do, th- he's, it's funny. I bet you if you added color to a lot of these pictures, cause he does all kinds of crazy stuff with contrast and trying to bring out. <laughs> contrast in in cloudy skies and all that kind of right, stuff right. where if it had color in it it would be gaudy uh yeah it would almost go into that sort of hdre kind of yeah you know, his stuff's nether a region. little black and white hdr at times i mean i think he does it extremely well but i think that that's it, it has that tonal feel to it hmm. you know um there's a good i, TED I think talk he's a master at at driving the eye where he uh, wants yeah. your eye to go i think yeah, he yeah. is he is really really just top of his game 
he is also one of those guys who, while going around and shooting what is essentially, well, you know, it's a good question. How much of his stuff is truly just sort of, he happens to be there with a camera and how much is I'm going to sit here and create, you know, wait for it to be exactly perfect before I hit the button or mm-hmm. take a bunch, you know, mm-hmm. um, because some of his stuff, it's, it's sort of this, he is an example of one of those people who's shooting the real world, but his results don't feel like they exist in the real world. So, see what I'm hmm. saying? That's an interesting description. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting description. They're, uh, they're somehow out of time or, or dreamy or, or yeah. manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be- I mean, obviously monster, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Like- like seeing uh, and in fact he he had some work at uh i don't remember which year it was it might have been 2013 yep uh at paris photo when they had the the uh uh that gigantic book and it was like i think it was tashin that produced it uh and it was like three feet it was a coffee table book because it actually was the coffee table right it came with like a little stand you know kind of like the uh uh, they did an Ellen von Unworth uh, yeah, book that was yeah. really big like that. But this thing was was Genesis. I think it was Genesis. Yep. Yep. That's what it was called. I think. Oh, my gosh. It was giant. And they had a copy there that was that you could that you could look at. It was it was it was there, you know, behind, you know, glass or plex or whatever it was. But sure. Yeah. Man, I love beautiful it. Beautiful like, work. You, you can look at the book sitting on the stand. You can't look at the book. Right. Well, it was like <laughs> seventy five hundred dollars or something. No, I know. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's probably worth $75,000 now. Yeah, it came in a box. You know, I'm mm. going to put a link. I, got, I found the Tashin thing. I'll put it in the- It, it was Tashin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put a link in the show notes and stick it in the thing. That, you know, that funny. was going back to Paris Photo for a second and the, and the demise of it. That was another thing that, that was really great about it is is the publishers that were there and not just the big ones. Yes, Tashin was there. Yes, Aperture was there. But a lot of smaller and self-published books you could get there- yeah that, that don't now exist. where or, do you go or 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 you could still get them but who knows where you would get them right 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 um, yeah, it's kind of a bummer I well that's that. you know i i think that this is um everything goes in waves i mean look at the uh isn't there talk now of amazon opening stores up i i can't you know i can't figure out if that was a, a hoax or if it's real or you know i wouldn't be surprised. what if you what if amazon opens up stores in major cities and they it's have kind of the, ironic they, they, they have the top thousand things that people buy every day and they're always there or whatever it is and it's we're like, gonna put all you little guys out of business and then we're gonna open up a shop where we put you out of business well i mean this is, that's the way the world goes you know i'm not saying that's it's right lame. i'm just saying that's Uh, yeah, there's a collectible edition. Ooh, first editions in shrink wrap. Well, what? Uh, Salgado Genesis? Yeah, but not the giant book. I, I don't know. I have yet to find out where, where to buy the giant book. I'm sure it's $75,000 now. Right. That's the kind of stuff I'd buy. If I was like really rich, I'd buy the, how much yeah, did you say you'd, it was? You'd, like you'd never grand? open it. So what's the point? Well, you know, if you'd, you'd, you'd buy it and leave it shrink wrap just so whenever no, people buy come over, you'd open go, one of them. Oh, hey, I got this book on my shelf. Yeah. <laughs> open them up. Look at them. <laughs> no, I buy I buy the $45 version to open it. Oh, uh, wow, the 45 that's pretty good. Man, Tashin, I don't know how they do things so cheaply. 
Well, uh, they print Genesis, offshore and they print many of them. Yeah, but Genesis is a, uh, a 10 by 14 inch book that weighs nine pounds and is 520 pages and it costs $43 on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, That's you know, the 50 page blurb book is 150. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, so, yeah, Sebastian, Sebastiano Salgado. Sebastian Salgado. Uh, hmm. What about timing? We're talking about timing today. Timing? Timing? Okay. Uh, I don't sure. know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, timing is as good as anything. I think I think that uh, it's getting to be the end of the show, so timing is appropriate. <laughs> what? There it is. <laughs> hey, uh, r- real quick. Yep. Um, may I say thank you? Uh, okay. To whom? To the, the folks that have listened to Dan Winters. Thank oh, yeah. you so much. Thousands of you have listened to this thing, and it's humbling, and it's really amazing. And and I, frankly, was not prepared for that. So thank you for listening. And and more episodes are in the works. Excellent. Good job. Oh, and I met with uh, uh, Vincent Lepay uh, at the Renwick. Oh, yeah. How was that? How, it was what great. What was he like in person? Yeah, he's great. He's great. <laughs> They're in town from uh, from St. Louis, he and his wife, Jody, uh, and I think got snowed in. I think their flight got canceled last night. Uh, yeah, that'll happen. But yeah, happen. it was terrific. We we met up for coffee and, and went to the Renwick. And so, I mean, you and I went there. That, that's a great collection. Yeah. Is, a, it the, a, is it the same stuff still? There same stuff. Are, right? Yeah. Still same stuff. Uh, the bug room and, and boy, the line. The line was like two blocks long to get in, Bill. And then, and then when you went to the top Wait, of the when stairs, you and I went, it wasn't. There was nothing. Yeah, we walked right in. And then, you know, uh, remember when you go upstairs and and that the big tree is in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you had to stand on line again, which wrapped around that just whole, to get to the big tree. Yes. And so you, you and I were sitting there chatting about it like nothing, yeah, like nothing. Yeah, it was amazing. Does that make you? Let me ask you a last question here. Yeah, sure. Does that make you more? Hmm, does the fact that there was a line there, if you hadn't seen it with me that day, yes, and you went there and there was a line there and you came into the room, does that A, make you look at it differently and B, make you assume that it's good because so many people want to see it? No. Does it, does it, does it tilt you at all? No. Okay. I mean, you know, 400 million people bought Taylor Swift's record. That doesn't mean I'm going to go buy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I, but, but I, like at a gallery, like at, you know, at a particular no. art show. Okay. No. I, I still have to connect with, with the work. And, okay. and if I don't, I still, I'm not connecting with that bug room as cool as it was. Oh, see, I like the bug room. Yeah. That uh, me. yeah. It's, it's, it's really about this initial connection for me. It's, it's not about the, the, the message necessarily. It's not about even initially, it's not about what it took to make it. It's, it's, do I connect with, with the piece and it, uh, oddly enough, maybe not odd, but uh friend of the show, Mike Sakasagawa, brand new podcast called. Keep the channel open. Keep the channel uh, open. Yeah. I'm going to be talking to him this week. I'm going to be a guest on his show. So oh, we're going to talk about our different approaches to, to seeing art. Wait, when uh, is the recording? I believe tomorrow morning. And you'll be done by next Tuesday when we record? <laughs> right, right. I don't, I don't think he's got enough uh, storage on Libsyn to post it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's one of those podcasts you're going to have to listen to at four times speed in order to finish right. it in a day. That's right. Take a day off work. Oh, listen I to just half kid. of it, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know people listen to our podcast to to commute 
you know, for a day and they'll listen to half in the morning, half in the afternoon. Right. He, he's like a month long commute right there. Right. Right. It's the it's unabridged. Like listening, yeah. It's like episode. listening to the stand. Right. Uh, <laughs> Please turn the tape over for volume uh, 42. So genius. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else? We're no. Gonna do timing. We'll do timing. As timing. I like sure. that. Timing. Sure. Perfect yeah. timing. Lack of uh, perfect timing. If anyone wants to get a hold of us, podcast at ontakingpictures.com. Uh, Bill Wadman, Jeffrey Sidoris on Twitter and Instagrams. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail message like some of you have this past week, 347-687-9411. I like the voicemails. Yeah, they're fun. It's it's nice hearing people talk. Hey, are you are you guys ever going to do a, a, a call in number for for Ask Bill and Dan, or well, is it is it always going to be email? Well, we we do email and then we set up a call. Right, you call them back. But is there is there a way that they can call and and are you going to do that like that like like what were you doing here? Uh, I mean, I guess we could. The thing is that we like doing the back and forth interaction. So Dan oh, and I okay, need to right. be there. You know right. what I mean? It's not like right. somebody records a thing and then we answer it. It's like we ask them questions as we're answering the question. Right. Maybe, um, you know what? Maybe you could do like, like ask Bill and Dan Friday quick fire and, and, yeah, and people just have call people, in and we, leave uh, a message and you just, you just rattle them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we 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 uh, we we spent many an hour this weekend actually coming up with a system to record he and I and a caller all separately via Skype. What? Okay, offline conversation. Okay, and uh, uh, and I can't believe he actually did it, which is why Dan Gottesman is a steely-eyed Mac man because he's uh, I I I bow to him. And his wow. Skills. Yeah, it was well uh, done. Was, Dan Gottesman. Yeah, it was like two in the morning. He texted me. He's just like, I've got it. And I was just like, I don't believe you have it. And the next morning we tested it. So it they're worked. all on separate tracks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The way he did it, though, I'll, I'll tell you offline. All right. Uh, uh, anything else? Are, are Apple's well-dressed yet still jackbooted thugs going to come get him? Oh, no, nothing like that. OK, uh, good. Good. Unless they're coming from the past. Um, so, yeah, go <laughs> nice. listen to Ask Bill and Dan. Uh, we did a good episode on uh, on using a old iMac and, and target display mode. And then we did one on choosing a photo monitor. So Ask Bill and Dan. Uh, it's a good episode. Um, uh, give, give me the, the 10 second. Are you recommending 4K yet? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in my opinion, to not buy a high DPI monitor is crazy if you're going to buy a monitor today. All right. Yeah. All right. AskBillandDan.com, guys. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Anything else? Nope. I think okay. that's it. Well, we will see you all next week. Thanks Thank so you much for, for listening. listening. Hey, episode 200. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're at episode 200. 200 next week. <sighs> you want to do anything special? You want to get cupcakes we... or something? I know. I feel like we need to have, we should do a, maybe we should do next week on video. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. You know what? We're definitely going to do next week live, though. We'll figure that out. Okay. How about that? All right. Live 200. Okay. All uh, right. Thanks you so heard much, it everyone. here, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Have a good week, everyone. Going on and on the way we are for so long. To any fool, it's plain to see something's wrong. As this way, say what you want to say. the way